This is the Monate Fela podcast from your ultimate campus radio, Kofsi FM. The Eminem and Ed Sheeran coming your way here on the Manate Fela Breakfast. Joined in studio with Eckhart Binding of a viral video across South Africa fame picking up a litter during a campus protests over the course of, when was it, Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. Friday. And uh, Eckhart, thank you so much for joining us here on your Ultimate Campus Radio. A uh, quick mm. question to get the ball rolling. Uh, and the question that was submitted on uh, social media, um, very difficult one, the most difficult one I'm probably mm-hmm. going to ask you. With uh, the manner in which you went up and down, did you have to do some back stretches first? <laughs> I, I am not going to lie. My right leg had such a cramp in the afternoon that when I actually went to go visit this one girl, I just sat down for the whole thing and looked like a loser. No, 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 no it was let's, terrible. Let's get a bit more serious. Hey, God, All right, um, it's been it's been uh, interesting to follow the social media um, discussion, and, and typically I wasn't I wasn't going to ask you to come onto the show because it's not something. We generally canvas on this show. I'd usually leave it for Ace Malloy. But then um, I, I noticed something. There was a disjuncture. And I want to try and unpack that because a lot of people um, have been saying, wow, okay, absolute terror. Other people have mm-hmm. been saying, uh, but now he's like interrupting protest and, and denying people their ability to protest and a whole lot of other things. I've seen SRC members call, or an SRC member calling you something, I think if I recall correctly, the man, human manifestation of vomit. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. I've never had a reputation to defend. uh, Fair enough. But I do, I mean, you you clearly have a reputation now. Uh, I do want to try and get get your feeling and sentiment about that. What was your impression of the protest before you went in and started picking up the papers? Uh, I always sound like a first grade teacher with what I say, but when they were busy moving and I told them, guys, behave yourselves, and they didn't hear me. And then I thought to myself, that's also quite a dumb approach. I mean, wait, did you actually say behave yourself? Yeah, but I reckon if I had said it any louder that they could actually hear it, I might have gotten in a bit of trouble. Oh, so it was under your breath? Yeah, it was a little bit under my breath, but yeah. And um, what would would your argument be then, like, say that that's quite condescending to people who maybe might have a legitimate reason to protest? If your cause needs violence to prove your point, then your cause is worthless. That's my thing. Well, a lot of people might argue against that. Like, I mean, Nelson Mandela required violence to, to make his point. Um, a lot of people think that that's unjust. A lot of people do. And that's, that's what I'm really trying to get to is that we're now in that gray area where, you know, you've got people who are disputing various aspects of this. So let's start unpacking the, the aspects as far as you're concerned. Um, were you aware of the reason why the protest was happening? Yes, as far as I know, it was to do with the outsourcing of some of the facilities workers of the yeah. university and then some of the, polit- the political parties got involved, the SRC got involved yeah. and some of the students got involved to protest in solidarity with the workers. But you knew this before? Yeah, you I, I, I didn't know okay. this beforehand. And um, did you think that that was a just cause or an unjust cause? I'm not, I'm not talking about the protest itself, I'm talking about what they were aspiring for. Uh, in, in terms of my economic uh, ideologies, I, I, it does not make sense. But in terms of political and humanitarian ideologies, then it does make sense because nobody does want to lose their job. And Mm. I mean, if it's people who have a similar background to you, you obviously want to help them as much as you can. So uh, in terms of the the cause, like you you think the the cause is just? The cause, yeah. If if, if they were just. So if they were to use a different form of protest, you would have been like, okay, cool. 
like I can I can get if behind. They, if they had not done any damage or just not have made a mess as far as they went, mm. then it's fine because a peaceful protest is really just a gathering of people turning up to voice their opinions. Well, that's the thing for me because the argument being made against the, uh, what you're saying is that peaceful protests just don't work. Like no one listens to a peaceful protest, so they need to get, in your words, violent. Um, to me, like I don't, I, I see the destruction, but I don't equate that to mm. violence. Um, they need to do what they've done to get their voices heard. Yeah. So if the cause is just, then the method of achieving the cause, if it's effective, would you say that is just or just an outright no violence, no no damage? No, no. I mean, where do you draw the line? Mm. I mean, today you say, okay, chuck over a couple of bins to prove a point. The next thing you say, well, overpopulation is a problem. Let's have another massacre. I mean, where do you draw the line? Well, you draw the line before you kill someone, I would ho- like to hope, but uh, how far back you you, you draw, I'm, I'm As not soon as someone dies, it. then it's already too late. Yeah. So your your vibe is then, like, let's avoid let's yeah. avoid this entirely. You know, if, if you're going to see what happened with the protest, I mean, you had 100, 200 protesters, and then, as you can see on the video, no violence whatsoever, mm. and it's made such uh, such an impact, and through that, you can see that violence is not the only way. Right. You, you, you cannot use violence well, as see, a solution. That's, that, that's, that to me is the big thing is like have we canvassed all the other possible solutions and um, uh, you know through experiences I've had recently I'm, I'm not too sure that we have but that's not the point that's being made now the point that's being made mm-hmm. is now you're intruding on a protest intruding being uh, just a, a word that I've had to pick out you're intruding on a protest that you yourself say the cause of which is just mm-hmm. just not the manner and um, is that something that we should be able to do I mean is it, is it justified to protest the protest why was I protesting the protest? There were no people around me at the stage I was cleaning up. The movement had already gone through the bridge. All the damage had already been done. I was not in their way. I had not spoken to any of them other than the people who had confronted me. And that was only one word. But other than that, I'm not protesting them. They were supposed. They were going to that. I but you, you, I mean, you, you were in. I mean, there were people in the vicinity with you. I mean, clearly to have thrown the the trash out of the bin back at, onto the floor. Like, yeah, at that stage yeah. they had actually moved back to me, so they were protesting uh, me. They were actually using their protest to wait. So, so when you started picking up yeah. the look, because that that doesn't come across in the video. Like yeah, everyone yeah. was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I started off, no one was around, and then I did about half of the bridge. Mm. Then a bunch of other students came around, and when I got outside. That's when the guys came. They were standing in front of the library and in the hotla down there. And then they were, then they came back. So, I mean, if at the very most, they came to me. Mm. So, yeah. I'm, also, why, why is this even an issue? I mean, just ignore me. I'm trying to clean up. Mm. Unless you feel personally attacked by it. Well, well that's, that's from what I'm, what I'm gauging. That's, that is exactly the issue, is that the, the function of the protest is to create, like, the, the scenario of, look, it's so dirty. This is the value of what you you get without us um, without these workers this is what the bridge is going to look like and now you're undoing that effort yeah but why do you want to use violence in the first place well like I say I mean you, you call it violence um, mm, or why do you want to use why do you want to use absurd manners of expressing your viewpoints mm. when there are better structures to follow well that's the thing I want to canvas you well mm. I mean far be it from me to say this is how you should protest this is how you shouldn't mm. protest but what would your ideal alternative be then? They could do the exact same thing, just not make a mess as far as they went. We would have still heard them. We always hear them singing 
and it's great. And we always hear them protesting and um, gathering together, and that's great. But as soon as they do damage, then they undo all of that respect that I get for them. They undo all the respect that the public gets for them if they do not already support them. I'm playing devil's advocate here, but quite frankly, mm-hmm. I don't think they really care about having your respect. What they really want is like the insourcing of workers, and that's mm-hmm. that's um, something that I don't think that just being quiet or like protesting without making mm-hmm. that sort of impact would have gotten them. And I think that's the big disjuncture. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we before we just take a quick break and um, and canvas this further with you later on, uh, do you feel like the um, the methodology that was employed by the strikers um, was theirs to employ, or do you think that that's irrelevant? Um, in methodology, do you yeah. mean like that they came up with it themselves, or were they instructed to do that? No, no, no. Like I mean, regardless of how it came up, mm. do you think that uh, by going through with what they did, mm. um, it was something that would be effective or not? No, no. Why is it going to be effective? I mean, even if I were to be in the management of the university, mm. I would actually encourage these outsourcing then or to actually get rid of these people because if they are willing to use their position on campus mm. to destroy your campus just to make sure that they have a, th- a hold over you, then they are actually becoming a bit of a danger towards your security and towards your stability. All right. Well, looking forward to getting more answers out of uh, Mr. Eckhart here and uh, looking forward to getting your opinions. Hit us up on 079-855-0998 and uh, we'll continue this conversation. Kanye West and Lil Pump coming your way with I Love It. Still joining the studio with Eckhart Binding, speaking about the litter picking up in viral videoing uh, that happened on Friday and subsequently made him a famous person. We're going to speak about what you're going to do with the fame in just a mm. moment. But uh, I want to, we've, we've canvassed the justification um, of the cause mm. and uh, slightly canvassed the justification or lack thereof, according to you, of the methodology I want to find out from you you know when it comes to what uh, what tools are available um, to to cause this protest um, when you stand in the way of that and you get the sort of backlash that you've been receiving uh, from from various fronts uh, including members of the SRC I uh, I struggle to find how you you find yourself in this environment now like your student leaders have spoken up against what you've done um, there's members of the community that have spoken up against what you've done. Do you weigh out? Is there a net benefit to like 100 people are supporting me, 50 people are saying I was wrong, mm. so I'm right 50% or how does it... You know, let me just, let me say this. Millions of people are supporting me. I, I know that, but not a single person has come to me personally and told me that I've done wrong. Really? Yeah, not a single person. This sounds um, somewhat cowardly. Have you read any of the stuff that people have uh, have told you um, we disagree yeah, with? But, what? I, but I'm saying person, yeah. personally, yeah. if you sent me a message that says we really hate what you did and mm. you will die by a knife or some, some no, okay, I don't, like I don't think I don't I don't want that to happen. But I, yeah. I would like that. that, that there's there's definitely open. some negative commentary and stuff, mm. but the amount of feedback people have, you, you know, when you get that feeling that I have to say this now, mm. the amount of people who have gotten to that and just decided to send me a positive message or a lot more than those who have decided to send me a negative message. So what would you say about uh, people who would comment and say, look, you, um, you're protecting the status quo, you're protecting the inequality and uh, you know, you're, you're causing an injustice to people who you kind of like need to um, you know, be well, clean, what, clean what, what, what inequality am I protecting? I'm a decent human being. 
Well, uh, the inequality of you know workers getting abused uh, through the uh, outsourcing outsourcing mechanics of uh, South African legislation. Yeah, but the cause does not justify the means. It it, it really does not. And I mean, it, as you said earlier, you said they wanted to make a mess so that it, we would see what it looks like without mm. these workers. I think to myself, great. But at your next protest, you're also going to make a mess. But then it's not for cleaning up the place. Well, let's speak about that because I think this is where we might get some consent. Is that you know, when I came to the bridge that morning, mm. um, it was well, the, the the morning. I think it was Thursday or Friday yeah, morning. You, you, sh- you shared what happened the previous day. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I came in. I saw the the bridge was filthy. Like the mm. apparently negotiations had broken down the previous yeah. evening, and uh, this was the day before you um, you started your protest. And then, well, I call it a protest. Do you regard it as a protest? What you did? Nothing. No. You just were picking up litter. I'm just picking up litter. That's all right. right. So um, I shared with, and I looked outside the window at about seven o'clock afterwards, mm-hmm. and the bridge had almost been completely clean. So yeah, yeah, yeah. other than my sharing of what had happened, no one really saw. So what effect really is there if people are going to come and clean anyway later on? Well, I, I just want to take a step yeah. back and say that the fact that you shared that post on Facebook made me realize that this was going to become a daily thing unless something happened. Uh-huh. Unless some sort of... And, they, you know, even if they tipped the bridge every single time they protest, if I decided to clean up today, some people would join me and and maybe eventually then it would, like, weigh out. So you did inspire me to do that. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get many friends for you saying that. But yeah. that. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I saw his pictures and we completely ignore his... His status on the thing. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what, um, what I do want to get from you is um, the idea of preventing disruption mm. um, is the is the big overarching theme yeah. when it comes to um, when it comes to the, the activities that people have identified you've done. So um, disruption is the cause. That's something that you claim mm-hmm. is unjustified in, yeah. in your in your uh, view. And uh, what you do claim is that the actual cause itself mm. the um, preventing of outsourcing is uh, is justified so yeah no i agree with that all right why would you agree with that why is outsourcing a problem it, the problem itself does not lie within outsourcing or within the business structures of the university. It lies within the humanitarian aspect, basically because these people have gotten into a position where they are now living comfortably and they can go ahead with their lives because now they have stable financial flows. They can save. They have an opportunity to send their children to university. That is great, but um, and that, that is the reason why it could be justified. Mm. But whether it work, whether that is the best thing to happen, that is a whole different story. Well, I think this is where we might get a bit of agreement too is that uh, like I, th- I don't think there's any issue with outsourcing as a concept yeah no, outsourcing um, but, is fine. but uh, the method of which outsourcing is used as a mechanism of abuse where like you'll be paid less you don't have to fall under the um, employment uh, legislation but, but here, that here's of the my question towards outsourcing yeah. and I've asked this many times towards outsourcing and part-time jobs and peace mm. jobs is what is better than having no job is having a job well, I think I'd like to disagree with you there because, you know, if you if you were to make that argument, then it would be justifying offering, like, very little for work. And, I mean, if you're going to use supply and demand arguments and Keynesian economics okay. to, to say, well, look, there's an overpopulation of supply for, for labor, then we can just, like, pay them peanuts because everyone's going to want to work for at least, like, the 10, 20 rand. You, you end up saying, like, you know, your 
your labor is not but, worth but that much to me. It, it's not that your labor isn't worth much to you. It's mm. just that our current economic status in South Africa does not always allow us to pay people what they should be paid. I mean, we have unemployment in South Africa of nearly 28%. Mm. And I mean, if 28% of the people don't have work, it becomes a huge burden on the government. And if they at least start doing some work and developing some skills, they can get better qualified, better trained, better salaries, better jobs. But uh, why is that not happening then? Or would you say that it is? I would say it is happening if you take movements to do it yourself. Mm. So that is why it's not something that will happen on a broad scale. You have to make the decision as an individual mm. to progress. All right, Echo and Biding, thank you so much for uh, sharing these thoughts with us. We're going to keep you around for a moment because uh, I really want to get into what you're using uh, this sort of energy mm. to catalyze into. Uh, it seems like there's a cool project coming uh, along the way. Awesome. And we'll get into that conversation right after this. But time to bring you the news. It's half past seven and Temple's going to bring you your headlines. You well, I'm actually right coming your way on the Matthew Fela Breakfast. Still in studio with Econ Bindings, speaking about uh, picking up of litter viral video from a Friday. Uh, just some um, insights because you called me out on the post that I made. <laughs> so just just the, the post that I had made, um, which was, when we were angry youths, we wouldn't break stuff. We'd just outsource the anger to Limbiscuit, who would sing about breaking stuff. Apparently, this protest is related to the outsourcing of workers, which is awkward considering who may have to clean this up. Would be an interesting case study if management would capitulate on the condition that protesters return the facilities to their original state of repair. And uh, what was interesting is that when I saw people cleaning up, I, I, I just assumed that they were also outsourced workers. So uh, it's um, it, it, it goes to what my... Well, I don't have any particular theories, but it just goes to the idea of how effective the protest really is, and would there be another effective method of going about this? But uh, that's a question that we can leave into the ether. We've discussed <laughs> it already. Um, and if there's anything else you'd like to add to that, if you think there's better, a better no, way. Not really, not really. So we um, do have knowledge of a project that you're running as a result of the yeah, attention yeah, yeah. this has been given. So let's speak a little bit about that. What What yeah. is this project? Okay, so I think it was around the 15th of December last year. My dad and I are driving back from Pretoria. Had a good weekend there. And we always talk business and ideas of making the world better, making money. And that's, up, and that's what's great about my world, which I live in. And we came up with this project. Start Talking SA because we realized the value in teaching languages to people and teaching people to communicate better, educating them. Mm. And since my dad is in the education in the education sector, um, we did we did understand it and we do have the the knowledge to proceed with these ideas. Mm. So yeah, beginning beginning of the year came. We thought, you know, what are we going to do to get exposure for the project? It's difficult to start these things from the ground up, mm. but now because of all the attention that this, that this has drawn, I think it is the perfect opportunity to launch this. It's a, it's a great campaign. Um, what does the campaign actually strive to do? Okay, so what it's called Start Talking SA, and there are a couple of things. Uh, I think it's about two or three of them. The first thing is we need to start talking about the issues we have in our country. Yeah. I mean, we do not we did not talk. I did not have a single good conversation that day on the bridge well, with someone saying, please leave it the way it is so that it, we can prove our point. Well, again, that, that, that goes back to the, the understanding of like, you know, we must be careful and mindful of this condescending tone. Like, when mm. you say you didn't have a good conversation, who I, are you to say what good or good isn't? Well, the, on, the only word I spoke to someone was that 
that one lady from the from the dustbin, but a bit earlier on the bridge, uh-huh. when she threw me with a chair. I think it was with a chair that she threw me. Not yeah. in a violent manner, but in a very disrespectful manner. Uh-huh. Um, and then I just called her arrogant. Uh-huh. That's the only conversation I had. Other than that, they were mumbling or they were speaking a language I could not understand. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, and that gets back to the start talking mm. SA thing is if I know what she's saying, then I can take her out or I can talk to her and I say, yeah. you know what, why are you saying this to me? I speak your language. Um, I understand what you're saying. Don't think you're fooling me. Mm. So, I mean, that could resolve some conflicts. Sure. I mean, I mean, other than that, I could then I could go to almost anyone in the protest and say, you know what, tell me what makes you angry. I, yeah, and we all know when you speak in your home language that you can express yourself a lot better. Mm. So um, what are the other two pillars then? Okay, the second one is then going to be language education. So, so the first one is we want to spark debate and dialogue. The second one is language education. So what we are trying to... <laughs> we haven't established everything formally, mm. but I ha- had a great idea this morning to have our first video broadcast or so on tw- the 21st of March, Human Rights Day. It is Human Rights Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on the 21st of March, have like a YouTube broadcast, maybe get some people together and so, and we start by learning one sentence mm. in an African language. And that's that's great. So it's going to be an ongoing thing to keep the community engaged, to educate people, and yeah. All right. So those are the two pillars. Is there a third one? The third one is just to is just we want to provide home language education. Mm. So if our fund has grown to the extent uh, where it could be possible, um, because it would require a lot of funding, that we could say, you know, set up low cost schools in rural areas, and we give the education in language they understand. So. Yeah, that could also. That's definitely something we have on the table. What sort of education are you talking about? Primary education okay. and then secondary up to grade nine at least. I get you, like, yeah. but following the curriculum of the yeah, state. yeah, yeah. Okay. When I when I looked at the video, right, like I said, we we only got like a little snippet of what mm. happened. I mean, yeah. a, a snapshot of time, if you will. Um, and there's a temptation to be like, okay, well, did this guy just do it for the video? Like, was he trying to go viral? But you've already addressed it and said, like, you know, there was a lot that went mm. on before that. Yeah. Um, what, what what happened after the video cut? Okay, so after the video cut, and you know, this is why I say I got the last laugh that yeah. day. As they were chucking out, I was chucking back in. Yeah. And it went on for a couple of minutes. And then with my last, luckily that was at the end of the video. So yeah. um, my last ball of rubbish that I still had in my hands, I looked everyone in the eyes and I just walked straight through the crowd to another dustbin and threw it away. All right. And they were silent. All right. And no one tried to take it out. No, no dustbin. one tried to take okay. it out there. It's really interesting uh, metaphorical imagery you know it's like it's this is where we want to have our protest uh you know geographically here you are i mean from their perspective disrupting our protest Mm. and uh we're not liking it but we're not going to do anything if you go and like you know throw the trash there but Mm -hmm. um it's it's been interesting to speak with you uh, eckhard because you know we've we've canvassed that like you think that the uh, cause is justified the method of reaching the cause unjustified and uh there are better alternatives to to reach the cause in your your opinion but also using the um, vira- virality of what's mm. been happening to yeah. do what's uh, by you uh, a good uh, a good cause for South Africa what's next for Eckhart Binding 
I'm, you know, I'm going to focus on my studies, definitely. Mm. Most important, I need to keep qualified. And the, and the second part of that is to get this campaign up and running. Mm. You know, it's easy to say, you know what, aim for the sky and go there now. But, mm. I mean, I've, I said I've committed to this cause now. I've, I've got people who have already donated towards it. Mm. And first, we need to give them results. And hopefully, this cause can get really big. And, you know, from there, just do more good as far as you go. Looking forward to seeing what, what comes of it. I mean, this is definitely not the end of the road for you. Um, mm. There's still a lot of uh, a lot of unanswered questions coming through the ether, and uh, it's very interesting to see how this pans out. Because this is, I think, a big conversation happening in South Africa now. Mm. Is um, yeah, and so. it's 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 the it's symbol symbolic of uh, a lot of mm. disputing parties and, and disputing ideas uh, coming through in the South African discourse. And probably if we had uh, done more to deal with this, you know, just post ninety four and not waited eighteen twenty years before we started dealing with these sort of things then you know we might be in a different position but uh, you know kudos to you for uh, at least setting up the conversation yeah. and putting yourself in that uh, that situation uh, you say you haven't re- have any threats or anything since then or N- not direct yeah. I mean nobody's contacted me directly to tell me that I'm messing up mm. Well, that's um, that's a lot redeeming to hear, especially considering like a lot of the stories we've heard about other people who have been in your shoes and uh, gotten a lot of threats and that sort of thing, and from yeah. both sides or all sides, because there's not just two sides to these sort of stories. And uh, thank you once again for coming onto the mm. show. Uh, you you have your hand up. You want to say something? I actually, just wanted to elaborate on yeah. your '94 statements of earlier. Yeah, go for it. I do understand that we come from a country with a very unequal history. Mm. We all know that, but the way to fix it is not the same way you caused it. You cannot, you cannot fix, you, two wrongs don't make a right. And we understand that our country comes from a history where condemnation is the big form of protest. And we need to develop as people, we need to develop as a country, as an economy, that we do not do, use that as our method because it is, it is third world. Well, I mean, there's a there's a lot for me to say in response to that. Mm. Um, let's let, let's let's speak about that briefly. Um, you know, again, I, I cannot I cannot allow myself to think I have all the answers. So this mm. is the way, shape, or form protest should happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you seem to be a lot more comfortable with that, saying like your your protest should be like this or shouldn't be like this. What what inspires that conviction? I suppose everyone has a moral compass. Mm. Based Based on how they were raised, the circumstances and everything. And then you, every, everyone has a point where they draw the line, where they will say enough is enough. And I just reached my point. Mm. And my point might not be as lenient as yours. And for some people, it might have been a lot further because they would have totally lost their heads. Mm. So, yeah. The, and I mean, it's it's the line that, that I have. It's the moral compass that just drives me to, to just do right. Right. So, I mean, I'll, I'll share with you, with you a bit of my perspective on mm-hmm. this it's um, because uh, I think we, we somehow reach similar outcomes mm. if not ident- no, definitely not identical yeah. but similar outcomes because to me I, I see the outlet and the outpouring mm. of um, you know the pain and the uh, and the antagonism or the felt antagonism rather of mm. the protesters but I, I don't see the effect I, I still don't see the effect and therefore I don't think the, the protest because it's ineffective
perspective I don't see like what what the function of it was um, and I think that you can anticipate that that sort of protest will be ineffective um, but who am, mm. I, I don't know I'm not no, part of those negotiations it's very, un- it's very understandable mm. I mean as I said you do often lose your respect for mm. people as soon as they get violence well I, I mean I'm not I'm not in that that same boat I don't mm. know what I don't know how I feel yeah, about yeah, the yeah. protesters I, I definitely don't have any less respect for them because I didn't really know them to start mm. with but I just don't think that uh, given that there's no there's no positive outcome from the protest mm. I can't see how I could support the protest and because I can assume um, quite accurately that the the protest will have no significant effect maybe it did I don't know but yeah. um, I, I just think that we've come to a point now where we have to be sit down as you say and mm. like say look is there a better way of doing this yeah, and, exactly. and if so start how talking. do we do it mm. yeah just start talking that's all I just think a lot of people are tired of talking because we haven't been talking properly for a while yeah but now we, now it's our time to start talking yeah. properly okay well is that the is that you reaching out and saying look I'm willing to have a conversation about this you know what if you want to talk to me I'm I'm always up for a conversation but just know that I will never treat you as if you are inferior because I will always try to so like find ways to make it work right Eckhart Binding there joining best. us here on the Manate Fela Breakfast any final thoughts man uh, you said you've said I'm a lot. Ma- I just follow the example. That's all, right. all I'm saying. Be be good. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Monate Fela Breakfast. Getting into your music here on your Ultimate Campus Radio. It's been a lot of talk. We're unpacking serious issues here on 97.0. That's the Monate Fela podcast. Stay tuned for more things. <laughs> oh.